Welcome to Grown Ups Are Lucky, a shortly formatted podcast working on the dated assumption that we need to keep this snappy because you have places to be and people to see. This week's story is titled Bye. After lunch, while clearing the table, two brothers, the chubby ones with matching facial hair, broke the silence by whistling the theme song to Life is Cheap, a popular television program where people die for money. How do you spend it if you were dead? Asked Dad. That's the beauty, Pa. You don't die right away. You get two hours to enjoy the feel of it in your hands or purse. All that money, and you live just long enough to flaunt it on social media, but then you don't have to deal with figuring out how to spend it. You can't even go to a strip club and eat a bleeding steak? What kind of prize is this? Oliver, the younger of the brothers, said, But don't you see, Pa? It's a relief not to get consumed by the decisions. What decisions? Pa said. The dishwasher gurgled. The brothers toyed with their mustaches while trying to think up a better way to explain it. Buying things equals joy. Ollie explained. That's a lot of pressure on a person who couldn't previously afford joy. Pa was displeased, so a week later he went on the show, got the money, and killed himself per the rules, giving the money to his children. The government took 55%, which went to the war on foreign prosperity. Mom bought a new sweater. The twins bought electronic skateboards, which demanded some balance, but no effort. They were all depressed within a week, jealous of Pa. Thanks for listening. How are you managing the assorted terrors? Are you sitting in front of a pyramid of toilet paper and thinking to yourself, nice job. Has the pyramid of toilet paper now become your best friend and lover? Have you begun to use your toilet paper as currency? I will never forget when as a child my father tried to explain to me how capitalism works. I had some money for mowing lawns, and he thought it was a good time to learn about savings and investments. I only kind of understood how a bank could give me interest if I let them hold my money. He said that they had more money, so they could invest it and earn money on my money. Or they could lend my money to somebody else and earn interest on that money, which they could share with me. I'm probably doing him a disservice as I paraphrase from memory 40 years later. But I remember asking him, well, what if I need the money back before the borrowers repay the bank? And he assured me that wouldn't happen. They would always have some money on hand, and also the government would back them up. And then I wondered how the government got their money. There may have been an explanation about taxation and bonds and central banks that made me glaze over. I only sort of understood how a piece of paper with a former president on it could convince people to give you goods and services. I still only sort of understand it, if I am to be honest with you, the listener. But it was when we arrived at the stock market that I remember breaking down because it didn't make sense 
that I could buy some percentage of a corporation and trust that if I ever wanted to sell that percentage, someone would always want to buy it back from me. And I didn't understand how a group of feverish people on a floor could determine its value while yelling at each other. Eventually, I cried. I remember that clearly, because I found it horrifying that we all relied on this invented system of shared valuation, everything propped up on some global honor system. With every attempt at explanation from my father, I felt more helpless and obtuse. And then with time, I learned to accept it without fully understanding it, because everybody seemed to accept it. And there was admittedly some utility in not having to own my own cow in order to drink a glass of milk. But there was always this low-level anxiety that at any point people would agree that a lump of gold is just a semi-shiny lump with little practical use. And that paper with ugly dead overlords on it was just ugly paper. I mostly didn't think about the fear, but it was always buzzing low in the background. But now that fear is building while I'm also trapped indoors in an area of the country where too many people own firearms and a dumb man who we all know is dumb and untruthful is still allowed to tell us things we know aren't true at a time when we crave a reliable projection of the future shapes of our lives. Nevertheless, we continue to listen to the lying man because we don't have another plan. Because like the idea of currency, we all seem to agree in the concept of this man because everybody seemed to accept it. Everybody seemed to accept it. Despite it not making a lot of sense, letting the least trustworthy, least compassionate man available on the planet in charge of a healthcare crisis. Or maybe, hopefully, we no longer believe in him and his office collectively. But lucky for him, it isn't currently safe for us to take to the streets and come at him with burning pitchforks. Because pitchfork smoke is hard on our lungs, which are extra vulnerable at the moment. And then also, once we are outside with pitchforks, it is hard not to put our arms around each other and join in chants about ripping the wig off the cruel leader. Putting our arms on each other's shoulders while chanting would be super cathartic, but not a safe way to keep a social distance in this virulent moment. Or maybe we let this go on because we are still enthralled by, if not also addicted to, this reality television experiment where we see with each episode, how close we can get to the edge while a reckless flamboyant sociopath conducts the runaway train at breakneck speeds while only looking at himself in the mirror. We are so very desperate for entertainment. We are so very desperate. Are you desperate? Stay strong. Think fondly of our eventual return. Remember, we love you. Goodbye. Talk to you soon. Say hi to your toilet paper pyramid for us. Stay in touch. To stay in touch, please visit the author's website at thejasonporter.com. Goodbye. Reproduction of all stories is strictly prohibited without express permission from the author. Bye.